listening to the Seven Rivers Student Ministry Podcast, a ministry of Seven Rivers Church in Citrus County, Florida. Here at SRSM, we believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. Visit our website at sevenrivers.org backslash students. take it out right now that'd be perfect if you don't have one there's some in the back if you pick a blue one i'll know exactly what page to tell you to go to um but if not the volunteers will come around and help you yeah i have yeah i have a student study bible it's ESV. Everyone have a Bible? Love it. Perfect. Love it. Thanks. And if you guys, if you don't have a Bible at home, you're welcome to take one of these home with you, make it your own, you can put your name in it, and then bring it back with you every week. It would love for you to have that. All right, awesome. Uh, So last week, Mikey talked to us a little bit about the Bible and why it's important for our lives and for our relationship with God. And tonight, we're going to talk about another tool that will help you build your relationship with God, and that's prayer. We always pray here at Student Life. Um, We pray before worship, we pray before a lesson, we pray during small group, but um, you might be wondering what prayer even is and what it does. Prayer prayer is talking to God about anything and everything that's going on in your life. That's simply what it is. It's talking to God and having a conversation with him. You can talk to him about all the good blessings and the things that you're thankful for and even your fears and your anxiety. You can pray by talking in your head, you can write your prayers down on paper, or you can say them out loud like we do here, or with your friends too. That's what prayer is, and tonight we're going to read about what prayer can do. So let's flip open those Bibles to Daniel 6. Um, If you have one of the blue ones, then that's going to be on page 433. Um, If you don't, you should be able to find in the front, we'll tell you where Daniel is. And if you have trouble, I'm sure one of the volunteers, Ben, Sandy, Mikey, would be able to help you out. Awesome. Great job, Austin. Oh, we're... We'll get there in a second. We're going to be doing... We're going to be at verse 16. But, all right, while while you're flipping there, let me just tell you a little bit about this story first. Um, A little bit about the guy we're going to read about. His name is Daniel. 
and he was very wise and old. Thousands of years ago, when Daniel was alive, he worked with this king named King Darius. And King Darius knew that Daniel was really wise. So he decided to make him um, in charge of the whole government. And the other government leaders, uh, the people that he worked with, they were very jealous of him. They were so jealous that they tried to think of any way they could dig up dirt on him, they could get him canceled, um, ruin his life, and they couldn't really find anything in his life that they could use, but they did know that Daniel prayed to God every day. So they created this really evil plan. Um, they went to the king, and they just fluffed up his pride a lot. They, they were like, king, you're the greatest, there's no one like you, and actually it'd be insulting if you or if anyone thought that there was any being greater than you. And hey, we just have this great idea. Why not make a law that punishes anyone who prays to something or someone else other than you? And they tricked the king and his pride overcame him. And he was like, all right, yeah, let's, um, let's make a law that if anyone prays to anything other than me, they'll be thrown into a den of lions. Now, Daniel was not involved in making this law, and this was going to be a really big issue for him because he actually prayed to God three times a day, every day. And even after he heard the law, he continued to pray to God three times a day. That's actually what he did right away. After he found out, he went home and prayed. And the men knew that he would do that, so they found him praying, and they told the king. But the king really liked Daniel, and he tried to get him out of the situation, but the men that created this, they said, no, this is the law, it cannot be changed. So let's read now in Daniel, let's read now to see what happens with Daniel. Um, on page 433, hopefully you're there, we're going to start at verse 16. This is what it says. Then the king commanded, and Daniel was brought and cast into the den of lions. The king declared to Daniel, may your God, whom you serve continually, deliver you. And a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den. And the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords, that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No diversions were brought to him, and sleep fled from him. Then at break of day, the king arose, and he went in haste to the den of lions. As he came near to the den where Daniel was, he cried out in a tone of anguish. The king declared to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? And Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths, and they have not harmed me. Because I was found blameless before him and before you, O king, I have done no harm. Then the king was exceedingly glad, and he commanded that Daniel be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no harm was found on him, because he trusted in his God. And the king commanded... And those men who were maliciously accusing Daniel were brought and cast into the den of lions, they, their children, and their wives. And before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces. Then King Darius wrote to all the peoples, nations, and languages that dwell on all the earth, People, peace be multiplied to you, and make a decree that in all my royal dominion, People are to tremble in fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed, and his dominion shall be to the end. He delivers and rescues, he works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He who saved Daniel from the power of the lions. 
So there's a lot going on in this story, right? When I read this, um, I started praying and I said, God, what are you trying to tell me through this story? What do you want me to know? And something really interesting came to mind. And it was that Daniel had so much faith that got him through being in a den with lions through the night because he had spent time praying and getting to know God. That no matter what happened in the situation, no matter what people tried to do to him, God worked through Daniel's faith and his prayers. So there are three points that we can learn from this story that I want you to know about God, um, how he uses prayer, and how it's powerful. So number one, our first main point is that through prayer, we can have a relationship with God. When we look at this story, we see that once Daniel found out about the law, he went right home to go talk to God about it. Um, And he continued to pray three times a day as he was doing before. I want you to think about someone that you talk to every day. Um, Maybe I want you to think about your best friend. For you, this is probably (laughs) each other. Uh, For you, this is probably the person that you share your secrets with. You talk about your crush with them. You really tell them everything, right? Um, In my life, my best friend is my twin sister Abby. Um, We were always best friends growing up, super close. But a few years ago, she moved to New York City, and we went from hanging out every day to not really even talking on some days. And it was really bad for our relationship. Um, It felt like we had known each other a lot less. But then we learned that we could talk to each other any time of the day by just calling or texting. Um, And the more that we talked, the closer we started getting again, and the more trust was built between us. And now I can trust to tell her anything um, about the ways I'm hurting in my life, when I'm anxious or scared or I'm upset, um, and I can really be honest with her and telling her those things. And God wants you to trust him in that way too. And honestly, Jesus wants to be your best friend. He wants you to talk to him about every part of your day. Um, He knows every part about you. He just wants you to talk to him about it. And I'd imagine that Daniel's best friend was probably God. Um, which is why his faith was so strong, because he knew, like, hey, I'm going in this den. I'm going with my best friend. I'm going with God, who is the person that I'm closest with, um, and he's going to be with me through this entire terrifying thing. And God wants to invite you um, to, he wants to invite you to be in your life, um, to go through anything with him and have a relationship with him, and you can invite him in your life through prayer. Point number two is that Through prayer, God is with you. Um, God was with Daniel when he was praying alone, and he was with Daniel when he was in the lion's den. Um, In fact, God is with you even when you pray for situations to change, but they don't. If we look here at verse 17, it says, And a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lord's, that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel actually says um, a few times in this story that nothing would be changed. And I wonder what Daniel thought when he was placed in this den with lions. I'd imagine anyone who's basically stuck in a cage with a lion to start praying real hard, like, God, get me out of here. I know if it was me, I'd be praying, why am I in this situation? Get me out of here. Um, I think you'd probably be thinking the same thing too, but um, God didn't stop Daniel from entering the den, right? He didn't change the situation or remove him from it, but he brought him through it and he kept him safe and he was with him the whole time. Have you ever prayed for a situation to change, but it didn't? 
And it could have been something really good. You could have prayed for something really good, like for somebody's healing or for somebody to get better. I've done that before. Um, whenever my grandpa got really sick, I prayed that he would get better. And uh, he didn't. And so God didn't do what I wanted, but God did what he promised, which was staying by my side and my grandpa's side the entire time. He comforted my grandpa, he comforted me and my family, and he brought this community of people around us to support us. And don't get me wrong, prayer can change situations, and it may change your situation. Um, Sometimes it does, and that's so amazing when it happens. You'll be really, really blessed to experience that. But whether your situation changes or not, God is with you. Our third and last point, main point three, through prayer, God changes lives. Let's look at verse 16. Um, King Darius says to Daniel before he enters the lion's den, may your king, whom you serve continually, deliver you. Then we see after, after Daniel miraculously makes it out alive, King Darius starts praising God. And he says in verse 26, for he's the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed and his dominion shall be to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders. He who saved Daniel. So because of Daniel's prayers and faith, he was able to endure this really scary thing that ended up changing the lives of the other people around him. So prayer, it does change us, but it not only changes us, it changes the lives of people around us. And it's changed my life too. Um, After I had felt the love and peace from Jesus for the first time, I called my oldest sister, Katie, and I told her about it, and she started crying. And I was like, Okay, why is she crying? And she said, Maddie, I've been praying for this for you for so long. I've been praying that God shows his love to you, and he did. And her prayers were really powerful and effective in my life. And God has worked through so many people in her life by the way that she's prayed for them. Did you know that if you are a follower of Christ, that Jesus has actually prayed for you? And Jesus prayed a lot. He prayed for his disciples. He prayed for himself. He prayed while he was on the cross, um, and he prayed for all of those who believe in him. So we know that it's really powerful and important, but it can be hard to know what to say sometimes. So we're trying to help you guys out with that. Um, That's why we made these prayer cards. Um, You may have gotten one last week, but your small group leaders will have them, and we can pass them out to you. And it has this acronym, P-R-A-Y, pray, just kind of helps guide your prayer with God. So you would start with P, which is praise. Praise God and tell him everything you're thankful for. And then after you do that, you're going to go to R, which is repent. You're going to tell God how you've sinned or how you've messed up. And then you're going to go to A, which is ask. Um, You're going to ask God for help and ask him for things that you need. And then Y, which is yes. And that is where you find what the Bible says about God's promises. This one might be a little trickier, but you can even go to Google and put... Bible verses about anxiety. That's what I do because I have anxiety. So I can go on Google and read what Jesus says about anxiety and how Jesus is in my life through my anxiety. Or you can, you can always ask us or people in your life that would know too. But yeah, just use this as a guide to help you pray. Um, we'll be praying with you that you can start to have a relationship with God through prayer. You can see God through your prayer and that um, you can see how prayer changes lives. So with that, let's pray. God, thank you for speaking to us through your word tonight, through the story of Daniel being thrown in the lion's den. Um, Thank you for teaching us that you were with him through the whole thing, 
and that you're with us through scary times too. And please help us build our relationships with you through prayer this week um, and be with us always. Thank you for your promises and your son, Jesus. We pray this all in your son's name. Amen. All right. Thank you, guys. We're going to break out into our small groups now. Um, you can get food on your way, but sixth grade girls will be with me and Sandy. Seventh grade girls, you're with Caitlin and Hannah. Eighth grade girls, Alexis and Kristen. And then sixth grade boys with Josh. Seventh grade boys and Mikey. And then eighth grade girls with Ben. Maddie, what about Stephanie? Yeah, what about Stephanie? Yes, it's Stephanie. Sixth grade girls, Stephanie, let's go. Go. Oh,